By watching or listening to this show, you are acknowledging that you are of legal age to purchase and consume cannabis in your region. This production is for adults only. Welcome to the Cannabis 101 Podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. Here's your host, Dean Millard. Hello there and welcome to episode number 76, hour number two of the Cannabis 101 Podcast. My name is Dean Millard and remember... It's not just about getting high, it's about getting healthy. But being high can also uh, be a lot of fun, and getting high is indeed a lot of fun. And that's kind of how we kick things off on this show. There is one specific way that we uh, indeed uh, like to get things going, and that's by finding out what's your groove. in your pipe and smoke it. Can you dig it? Kind of grabs you by the boo-boo, don't it? Pipe in a crank, long in a blitz. This is great. This is the bee's knees. So when I ask what's your groove, uh, I want to know that while you're listening to this program, if you are indeed grooving with some kind of cannabis, uh, let me know what it is. Pipe and a bong and a blintz. Maybe you just got some relaxing CBD. Uh, maybe you're vaping something. You mind if I do it, Jay? Do whatever it is that you want to do. Because you're the dude, basically. Uh, I am grooving with some uh, banana punch uh, shatter from Stigma Grow. Uh, the last little bit of, of it that I have, I got a uh, slash going. We're going to tell you about this uh, as uh, the guys from the slash are going to join us. They're going to find out, like, this is the, like, the slash is awesome. This is cool. It is, kind of reminds me of Trivial Pursuit, but uh, as you see, I'm getting a little bit low. Keep all your concentrates on there. So I threw the last of my uh, banana punch uh, shatter from Stigma Grow. I use it on the uh, the green setting, and I always use the 12-second auto-fire mode. And away we go. Thanks to uh, the slash from uh, Stonesmiths. So I absolutely love that thing so okay uh here is what's coming down the hash pipe on this program uh we will have heath and levi from stonesmiths will be joining us on the program and that is going to be not just a conversation about uh, the slash and what they have going but just about cannabis in general and and how much fun it actually can be chris ianson he is our uh, educator uh, from uh, nova on Jasper Ave, Nova Cannabis, and we're looking at 
Bruce from Pool Boy. Some really, really cool uh, pre-rolls. Uh, this is what the uh, packaging looks like. And um, this one is already open, but they're uh, short, little, I think third of a gram joints. You And they're, they're really tasty. And uh, the story is, is out of sight as well. Our cannabis question is about who deserves a slash. We'll give you that in a little bit. We'll ask you what pairs well with cannabis. We'll have our cannabis character from the movie The Night Before. And we'll tell you about the Weed Weekly and the 12 cultivars of Christmas. And, of course, this show is not possible without our wonderful partners. Uh, from the OZ and the Green Generation Co. on hour number one to Andre from Regal Cigar, who has uh, given us some great surprises to give away. And Stonesmiths from uh, stonesmiths.ca, makers of The Slash. We have one of these we are giving away on this episode with the cannabis question coming up. If you don't win out, you can find it at Shell Shock in Edmonton, Smokers Junction in Calgary, and Cowboys Smoke Shop in Calgary, and or Cowboy Smoke Shop in Calgary, and Vancouver. And if you're a retail store, uh, check out the website stonesmith.ca and find out how you can get this in your store. All right, how do you win one? That's coming up with the cannabis question. It's prize time. Chime in on the cannabis question. Okay. And you could win a Cannabis 101 podcast prize pack. Hit us up on any of our social media feeds or email us at Cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. Okay, here we go. Okay, so this is how we're going to give away the slash from Stonesmiths. By asking you, who do you think deserves the slash for Cannabis Christmas? We're going to let you play Santa. So you tell us who you think deserves one. If you are indeed chosen, as we uh, pick everybody's name out of a hat, we will send the slash to the person of your choice. We'll also get something for you as well, but you will look so good handing out the slash. Uh, as I said on hour number one, I would love to get this in the hands of uh, my voice team. As you hear Christine Bandolo throughout the uh, show with wonderful work, uh, her husband, uh, Kevin Dabbs, also does uh, some terrific stuff for me for some of my other shows. I would love to get them uh, the slash. You know, you can use some uh, THC products, some CBD. It's just wonderful. So just for chiming in, you could be playing Santa and giving somebody else the opportunity to experience the slash from Stonesmith. So hit us up uh, on Twitter at the Cannabis 101. You can get us on Instagram and Facebook, the Cannabis 101 Podcast. And you can also email me, cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. And um, you could stay anonymous if you want to. Um, I'm sure we'd like to tell the person. Uh, who you're sending it to, who it came from, however. As for what pairs well with cannabis, that is anything that you combine cannabis with. It could be an activity. It could be just something you do at home. It could be uh, a certain job. For me, it's monotonous work. It, I, I'm, you know, 
we put together the 12 cultivars of Christmas and a lot of the post-production for me was very much the same, but just different things. It was the same thing, putting it together, adding the intros, the extras, things like that. Monotonous work, um, you know, and, and for me, actually, cannabis makes me focus. Sometimes I can get monotonous, doing monotonous work and start thinking about other things that actually, you know, depending on what different uh, cultivars you can bring up uh, for, for focus and creativity, it really has uh, helped me. So for me, monotonous work, and there's lots of other things. We all have monotonous things that we have to do in our lives. Uh, and if you can do it safely with cannabis, I would highly, highly recommend it. So that's for me, uh, what pairs well with cannabis. I'd love to hear from you, what you pair with cannabis, what you like to do uh, as far as uh, pairing well with uh, cannabis. Okay, just before we get to Heath and Levi, I want to tell you about the Weed Weekly. It uh, can be found by subscribing at the Cannabis101podcast.ca. Comes out every Friday in your inbox, recaps the show. We also have a giveaway, and we throw in some fun facts and tidbits and different things. So check it out by subscribing at our website, Cannabis101podcast.ca. This is only for subscribers, so you have to sign up for it. And it's also a chance for you to check out the 12 cultivars of Christmas that we have going on right now. Every day, a new cultivar. We start on December 1st. We'll wrap up on December 24th. And it's the 12 because Chris Ionson and I are each doing 12 cultivars. So check that out. We have a massive prize package uh, that is building for this one person uh, is going to take this home. So you're going to have to check it out. Full contest details can be found at the Cannabis 101 podcast.ca uh, contest details. And you can also uh, check out uh, the ones that are up there so far. All right. We're going to chat with Heath and Levi from Stonesmiths after we check out the weed song from the artist, My Dead Dog. and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. Man, I'm so happy to bring these guys on the show. Uh, Levi has joined us before and uh, Heath, uh, one of the designers, uh, the designer at uh, Stonesmith uh, on the program now as we're going to talk about this last gentleman. First of all, thank you so much for joining us on the program. It's great to chat with you guys again. Well, thank you for having us here. <laughs> yeah, thank you for welcoming me back. <laughs> yeah, you passed the test, Levi. You passed the test to be able to uh, make it back on the show. So uh, the one thing I always like to start out uh, with, and, and I know you answered this before, Levi, but uh, just to give a background, what you did before you got into the uh, the cannabis space. And, and Levi, we'll, we'll just start with you because you've done this before. So, you know, what was your career before you got into, uh, particularly with, uh, with Stonesmith, but the cannabis industry in general? 
Uh, I was a commission salesperson uh, for multiple big box stores selling mainly computers. Uh, I did cars very quickly. Uh, just kind of came from a sales background before I got into the cannabis industry. All righty. Heath, uh, over to you. What was your career before you decided to get into cannabis? I was in the vaping industry uh, for the past three, four years. And then before that, I was in uh, auto finance. So like getting uh, car loans done for people with good credit and bad credit kind of thing. <laughs> indeed, uh, indeed. So uh, you were in uh, vaping before. Uh, and yeah. then what was it that made you decide, uh, you know, I'm going to jump into the, the cannabis space now. And, and when did you decide to do that, Heath? Well, it was, uh, everybody was asked, was asking for it, right? Like, they're like, Hey, do you guys have, uh, back then it was like those little batteries with, with the steel bit coil, right? I, I'm not going to name any brand right now, but, uh, yeah, everybody was asking for it. And then I was like doing researchers and, and stuff like that. And back then, like in the vaping industry, it was in interesting, uh, especially in the Edmonton area. There are two sides. Like one side is like, oh, I absolutely won't sell any cannabis related thing in my vape shop. And the other side is the greedy one. So me, <laughs> hey, I want to make more money. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's how I got my step into the cannabis space. And then uh, from then uh, I've been studying, doing research and, and here we are. <laughs> yeah. And uh, providing uh, just a, uh a stellar uh, product. I absolutely love the slash, which we're going to get into, but uh, Levi, you know, what has it been like uh, joining this growing, uh, particularly great local company? I mean, you, you know, there, I have listeners uh, from the United States that are ordering this and this is a great local company. What's it been like working with Stonesmith? It's been pretty awesome. Like it feels like I work with them like I'm one of the partners as compared to just an employee, which is pretty sweet. They trust me enough to make, let me make some pretty cool decisions. So that that's always good. And I love just going around and building this company and getting it recognized by everyone. It's It's been awesome to meet new people and kind of branch out in the marketing department here. I've been working on a lot more marketing than necessarily sales this past month. So it's been pretty awesome to learn new things and uh, have a large amount of personal growth go along with growing this company. Indeed. Uh, okay. So Heath, uh, when Levi was on the show before, he, he kind of gave me the uh... The kind of the Coles Notes version of how you came up with uh, this just gorgeous, uh, you know, this this gorgeous vape pen. So please, can you tell us the story, you know, how the idea came in your head, when the idea, and then we'll kind of maybe get into the design. But how did this happen? Well, uh, it was it was a business trip, uh, me and the other designer we went to Toronto. Uh, and then there was one night, uh, I believe it was like the last night of the trip. So we were kind of like chilling and be like, Hey, let's smoke some weed. And then we're like walking around, uh, the city and try to buy something new that we haven't seen in Edmonton. Right. Uh, and then we were watching men in black. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and then the moment I saw this neuralizer, I, I was already baked. So I was like, Hey, it'll be cool to smoke off that thing. Right? And then I just grab my little notebook, start drawing. And that's how it all started. And then the interior design, it was like from experience, right? Like uh, me as a user, 
Uh, I've tried multiple different devices and I know the pros and cons. So I, I was like, hey, the best one in the market is definitely not the best. So maybe I can tweak it a little bit and make my own version and make some changes to make it more user-friendly. Uh, that, I love that. I just love the idea that, you know, A, you're you're high when you came up with this because uh, ca- cannabis is so great for creativity. And then something inspired you and, and you just totally ran with it. Was it like from then, from that moment on, you just focused so much on the slash uh, moving forward? Was it drop everything and go with this? Yes, it, it was not a short process. Like uh, when that idea first came up, it took us almost a year until uh, we get our first prototype. So that was definitely a long process. <laughs> Indeed. What is it that really excites you about the Slash? Uh, I'll have to say it's the look first, then the functionality, right? Uh, the, the look, I just love it. <laughs> I agree. Isn't it- I- it's it's so sleek, right? Like it's it's and it, and it's small. You know, it's you're not lugging around this big thing. Um, it's just and then there we see the built-in loader, which is one of the coolest features around, as the as the video says. Uh, how did that idea come about? Well, I always keep uh, my dab pen back then in my pocket, and if it's too thin, like I I banned a couple of those weight pens back then, so <laughs> I was like, it cannot be too thin. It has to have that durability, right? Because especially when we're in Edmonton, uh, there are a lot of blue collars and uh, in, including some of our customers back when I was in the vaping industry. So uh, they they did give us a lot of opinions and input in terms of, hey, what do I want? So I talked to them, I took those notes and uh, I went through them. <laughs> What was, uh, listen, the, the design process, you know, it, it, the finished product is is gorgeous, but there, I, I imagine there would have been, you know, hurdles, roadblocks, frustrations. When you're creating something, all these different things come up. You know, what made you keep thinking, I'm going to keep going, or, or maybe, did it go really smoothly? I'm not really sure, but there's always seems to be hurdles that you have to get past when you're designing something. It's, it's more like a dream come true, uh, like doing something I like doing like, hey, I can make money off my hobby. <laughs> What's better than that, right? And and it's not just about the, the uh, money, it's about uh, someone appreciating your creation. Like that, that's the big thing. That's, uh, that's what, what, uh, what's pushing me uh, to keep doing this, to keep, uh, to, to keep try, try, trying my best. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Levi, let's uh, bring you back into the conversation and, and, and chat a little bit about cannabis and, and creativity. And, you know, in, in this uh, industry that we're in, um, you have to be creative when it uh, comes to uh, promotion and different things like that. Uh, how does cannabis help you in the creative process, Levi? It helps me quite a bit. It makes me see different, uh, I'd say, perspectives that I normally wouldn't see. I know Heath and Vince uh, have been really pushing me to start doing more product design myself as well. And that's something I don't think I would probably be able to do without the help of cannabis because it helps me see things in totally different lights that I would never have even thought to look at it in before. 
Yeah, and you, you know, sometimes um, you're, it's not like you're looking for that specific thing, but it just kind of consciously or subconsciously happens. Uh, you know, you, you're not. I, I I don't light a joint or you know load the the slash and think, okay, what great idea is going to come now? You know, it just helps with the creative process. Uh, Heath, was was that the case when you were designing this? Is you know, cannabis helped that creative process for you? Definitely. Uh, like the. Yeah, like cannabis just boosts my creativity. Like I, I was into uh, music uh, so much back when I was uh, in, in university and stuff. And that's my first um, impression. It's like, hey, I, I'm trying to write a song and it's so hard, right? But when you're not thinking it, when you are actually relaxing, smoking a joint, everything just blows up in your mind and you can start, right? Like, like yeah. crunching crunching the keyboard and right like doing everything so this is gonna yeah. sound weird um but i come up with most of my ideas while i'm stoned in the shower i don't know why but all of a sudden an idea comes in i gotta yell to my wife give me a pen or write this down or something <laughs> like you just don't know when it's gonna happen but you just know that it's gonna happen i just i just it's so exactly. it's such an amazing plant isn't it yeah exactly I totally feel that, like, 100% with the shower thing. Like, all my good ideas come in the shower. <laughs> I don't know why that is, but that happens so much. Uh, Levi, you know, what, what cultivars do you love to use in the Slash and, and why? I like uh, flower rosin. Um, a while back, I got introduced to flower rosin uh, via the LP Good Buds. Um, they have this one really awesome one, Mango Taffy. Mm. Um Ever since I tried that, man, I am on a flower rosin kick. If it can be squished, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Uh, I I first was introduced to rosin by the Rosin Bros uh, here in Edmonton, guys that will you know go to your house with their press and press your weed for you. And I thought, this is amazing. I didn't even know what it was. And like you, I can't get enough. Uh, what about you, Heath? Uh, what do you love to uh, use the built-in loader with uh, for the slash to uh, to get in there? What, what cultivar and, and what types of concentrates do you like to use? Well, uh, I try to stick with diamond because I found the lighter the concentrate you use, the longer your chamber lasts. I'm just being cheap, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, recently, I, I got uh, to try hash rosin uh, from the same company that gave uh, Levi the mango tapping. It, it was a brand new experience. So I've only tried it once, so I'm not going to call it my favorite, but I'm definitely interested in uh, exploring more about it. Trying yeah, it, it, that's the great thing. Uh, the other great thing that I love that you guys do with this is this, I, I don't know what you guys are calling. I, I refer to Trivial Pursuit all the time when I'm talking about this because you got the pies in that game. But I love being able to keep all my different cultivars. Like, you know, if, if before I would have these little glass jars clinking everywhere. Now I have this in my pocket. Um, I, I think the concept of this is almost as brilliant as the concept of the Slash. How did that come up? Well, first was uh, it, it was a flaw from the design at first because, as you might know, that uh, little loader is is pretty short, right? So when it comes to regular glass container, it's really hard to to get it. So I was like, hey, maybe uh, we should come up with a box that's shorter, so so you can scoop it up easier. 
right? And then after I was like, hey, instead of just a box, maybe we have to like, because me personally, I always have like a couple containers with me. So I was like, hey, maybe I should uh, have six little little dividers, right? So it'll, it'll be pretty handy. Like at least it's handy for me. So I assume I represent a percentage of users in the market. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, the that's why, you know, th th this is a device that is uh, designed and built by users for users. Like the your personal experience goes into this and every person I've talked to loves this because you're right, sometimes you can't get down, so this makes it on the go. So I, I think that's great because you guys have that personal experience, you know what the, the, the consumer wants to have. And, and I think that probably is going to go a long way into some future products as well. And, you know, Levi, you know, let's, let's chat about kind of what's on the way. I know you guys aren't starting with uh, stopping with this beauty, but what's on the way, Levi, from Stonesmiths? Uh, so coming out before 420, uh, 2021 will be our second product. Uh, we are just ordering the prototypes right now. I, they should be here for testing in the next uh, month. Um, and that's going to be kind of a two-in-one device. And that's all I'm allowed to say right now. Uh, then we got hopefully another product dropping by the end of 2021. And then coming after that, we're hopefully going to be looking at a product that I designed if I can pick up on some of these skills that these fine gentlemen are trying to pass off to me. Very interesting. Um, you know, Heath, what, what is it, uh, you know, the, the things that you guys have going and the excitement that Levi has and the ability for him to take a crack at designing something, does that excite you just as much as what you already oh. have going with the Slash? Oh yeah, cause like I mean, I I like how everyone in this company uh, have passion, and especially when Levi being such an experienced user, I always ask him questions, right? Like I ask him to roll my joints for me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like uh, the, the more conversation we have, the the more potential I see in him. Like he has good thinking, he at least he knows what he wants, right? And mm -hmm. again, he represent, uh, is representing like a percentage of users in the market, right? So we're always open to opinions, right? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, and that's what makes a, a good company, you know, um, smart people surround them with even smarter people. I have no problem being the dumbest person in the room because I know I'm going to learn something from those people. And I, I just think when you allow creativity, uh, created by cannabis and, and another, I think you just breed a happier environment. And, you know, I'm sure as Levi said before, he's so excited to be a part of this. What Levi, what, the excitement of potentially being able to take a crack at designing something. What is that like? Can you, can you explain what the, the anticipation you have is like? It's insane. Like I'm not a hundred percent sure about anything. It's the, I, I feel like it's the most uncertain thing that I've ever come across in my life like you're like an idea in your head has become material mm -hmm. it, it it's so weird to process that but it's also so exciting and it feels like once it does become material it would be like the biggest accomplishment that i've ever had in my life so it, it's really cool and it's very hard to actually process it 
Imagine uh, all of us going back 15 years and saying to ourselves, hey, in 15 years, the three of us are going to be on a podcast talking about legal weed and designing stuff. I mean, even even 10 years ago, uh, Heath, it's kind of mind blowing to think how far, you know, in 10 years, uh, this has come to where we're now allowed to talk about cannabis. Does it blow your mind sometimes? Oh, yeah. Like, especially like, well, I'm, I'm from Asia. And then, <laughs> you know, that stereotype over there, hey, weed is as dangerous as cocaine. Like, you right, stay yeah. the fuck away from them, right? And, and it's interesting to, to see how the world is changing, uh, like, in, in terms of their, their opinion in cannabis, right? Like, older people back then, like, you can't even say that dirty word, right? <laughs> right now, they... Like they're so educated, like they they probably know more than I do. Some of them, mm-hmm. right? So like I I'm I'm very exciting to see how the world is going to change. Indeed, uh, you know, Levi, you and I both uh, use cannabis uh, heavily in our life for, for medication, and you know, cannabis has gone from medicinal uh, to still illegal to legal and essential uh, in just the last you know few years that that we've uh, been looking at it, but. You know, you go back in time and think, I used to always think, man, what would it be like to go to Amsterdam? I don't have to go to Amsterdam anymore. I live in Canada now, and, you know, we have great legal weed. Uh, What's it like for you to think about that sometimes? Uh, It's crazy to think about because it's something that I think the world should adopt, like, completely. Like, I, I just think it's great that we have such a booming industry that's touching all kinds of different walks of life um, that's generating revenue for so many different people where people can finally find that job that's a dream job. You're doing what you love. Coming to work doesn't feel like work. It's it's awesome. Yeah, it, it is indeed, man. It is, it is so much fun. So, uh, Heath, let's break it down uh, even further from just the Canadian cannabis scene to, you know, what you've seen in Alberta. You know, what has... Uh, the Alberta cannabis scene. We always hear about BC Bud, but I think there's some pretty cool people in Alberta doing some great things. But just the overall industry in Alberta over the two plus years, what have you seen? What's your opinion of it? It's, it's such a friendly industry. <laughs> like so far, like everyone that I've met in this industry, they are super nice. They are so Canadian, <laughs> and and I'm loving it. And uh, with the like with, with more users in the market, people, again, are getting more educated. And I think the quality of product are going up crazy. Uh, yeah, like, I, I mean, back then, I was still a little bit skeptical about, hey, like, should I go to a dispensary and buy some better quality stuff? Or should I stick with the guy in the back alley, right? Mm-hmm. But right now, no questions asked. Like, you can go anywhere, you get good quality I've never had any bad product ever since uh, it was legalized, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it, it is true. I mean, um, the, the there's a lot of things that I see from the black market or the gray market sometimes where they, 
you know, criticize maybe uh, some of the weed. But let's remember, it wasn't all AAA quality, you know, the best weed ever from the guy in the back alley uh, either. And this is a, a legal industry that is going to learn as it goes. And, you know, the amount of uh, products that we're seeing out there is is so exciting. I, I'm excited because I'm learning more and more. And education is, as you said, the, uh, the key. Levi, what about you? What's about, you know, you reach out, you talk with so many different people all the time. Uh, what's the Alberta cannabis scene been like for you? It's been fun. Like, it's been inviting. There's some characters I've met that, like, I, I, I just really enjoy the fact I met them. Like, um, Chad Hansen from Stigma Grow. You had him on the show not too long ago. One of my favorite people I've ever met. He is awesome. Uh, Carrie from Green Rock. Like, there's so many cool people in this industry. Uh, you yourself as well. Like, if if this cannabis industry wasn't so good here in Alberta, I don't think I would have made those connections. Yeah, indeed. I, I found uh, this This is uh, my corny reference about the cannabis industry, but I find right now we're all pulling on the same hemp rope uh, to get the cannabis industry to a point where we can start saying we're so much better than you and this is better than that and whatever. But right now we all have to get to that kind of like what craft beer did craft beer worked really hard to convince you to pay a little bit more for their product than your Coors Light or whatever it might be uh, that you're buying and I find everybody uh, seems to be trying to take cannabis in that in that direction is that is that the impression you get Heath yes and <laughs> like again people are so friendly in this industry I mean in any other industry like you after the business talk you might go to have lunch together or have a coffee and that's it. But in this industry, people are so caring. They remember your birthday. They will like, if they're ever in town, they will be like, Hey, you want to hang out? You want to smoke some weed together? It's <laughs> such a friendly environment. It's, it's so good. Like I'm enjoying uh, this industry every day. Yeah, it, it, it totally is. And, and think about it. We've had, uh, we'll be coming up on a year soon where we haven't really been able to do the normal things that the cannabis industry allows us to do. I mean, this plant, if anything, is the social plant to, to get together, to be together, to share experiences. And for almost a year, we haven't been able to puff, puff, pass or anything like that. So when we get back to regular life, can you imagine the joint circle that is going to be formed or the vape pen circle or whatever it is, the, the experiences that we're going to get back to? That's what, that's what cannabis is in its essence at, at the very heart of it, don't you think? Yes. Like, yeah, the half, like the, the first half of it is, Hey, like you get high again, it's like the, the creativity stuff and whatever. And then the second half of it is that, um, that people experience after you get high, like, like, I don't know, like it, it, again, <laughs> stoners are so friendly. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Indeed. And, and Levi, uh, you know, in, in your position, you would be going out and meeting so many more people. I'm sure that, you know, has been curtailed quite a bit. But, uh, you know, the the feeling that we're going to have when this is over and we can get back to that stuff, uh, it's going to be amazing, isn't it? Oh, it's going to be fantastic. I can't wait to go on business trips. As I keep saying, I'm going to take the slash on tour. Like you're going to see the slash in Vancouver. You're going to see the slash in Vegas. You're going to see the slash and hopefully London, UK, man. You, I'm going to take this slash on tour and show the world what 
the Alberta cannabis community is coming up with. It's going to be fantastic. And oh. once we can go back to normal, man, you know I'm going to be the first person down there in the ledge grounds just rolling up tubies. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. I love that. Well, we do uh, have uh, one of these uh, beautiful pieces of machinery, as you can see in the background. We are having uh, it given away. And this is how we're doing it this year is – in our cannabis question this week, we're asking people who they think deserves the slash. So they get to play a little bit of Santa Claus and give somebody the slash. We're, we're going to hook them up with some other prize packages as well. But in that Christmas spirit, as we're trying to provide a gift for somebody, uh, Levi, let's start with you. What is the funniest Christmas movie to watch high? Or, or maybe a few of them if you have a few. I got one, and it's the Trailer Park Boys, the original Christmas uh, episode. It's like 42 minutes long. I don't want to do any spoilers unless you've seen it. It's not necessarily funny, but it's my stoner Christmas. All right. Heath, do you have a Christmas movie that you love getting high and watching? Do you want the official answer or the real answer? I want both. You can give me both. (laughs) The official answer is Home Alone, obviously, right? Who doesn't like Home Alone? Yeah. Uh, the real answer is, hey, I'm Asian as fuck, so I watch Jackie Chan movies. That's <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. We celebrate his birthday. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, that is good. I'm I'm a I'm a classic guy. You know, if, if, when I when I can hear uh, cousin Eddie say "shitters full" in uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, I get pretty excited. And when I see Clark zipping down the hill on the uh, the slide, I get pretty excited. But the the movie that's it's not, it's, it's it's actually not a Christmas movie. It's a Hanukkah movie. Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm a sucker for Adam Sandler. So maybe I'm a, I, like you like the the Jackie Chan. I love the Adam Sandler. I don't know. Do you have a go-to uh, uh, a stoner uh, uh, guy, uh, Levi, that you like to watch? Go-to stoner guy? Like character, just in actor, yeah. Oh, no, to, to watch when you're high. Like, is there a, to watch is there when a, I'm high? Yeah, is there a particular actor or actress that you love to watch when you're high? I really like watching like action movies from Chris Hemsworth when I'm big. Like, I'm like, I could totally do that if I lost 60 pounds and went to the gym. <laughs> Like, that, like that, that could totally be me. I just actually watched all three John Wick movies for the first time, so uh, I found them and en- highly entertaining. They're just outrageous enough to be able to still watch, so th- that wasn't bad. Uh, to, to, to do a John Wick marathon with weed was actually not bad. Um, okay, this is the Christmas season. Obviously, uh, you know, somebody is getting uh, the slash and, and other people will be getting it under the tree. But what is something cannabis related you would love to get under the tree? Uh, Levi, let's start with you. Um, what is something that you would love to wake up? Santa brought you blank. What is it? Honestly, the grow gears uh, set up like that's the big thing I'm saving for over um, holiday season is I want to start growing weed myself. Um, Listening to this podcast, doing some more research. um, I've been speaking with a gentleman, uh, David from the YEG growers, Facebook group. Uh, They've been all teaching me about growing, but I have no equipment. So grow equipment is what I'd like to see under the tree. Mm -hmm. And again, more evidence of the cooperation in the cannabis community. People are always trying to, pay it forward and share their knowledge. Heath, what is something you would love to see under the tree this year? 
I uh, I always want an electric grinder uh, with the ability to roll joints. With me. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I want. Uh, I mean, uh, if I don't get one, who knows? Maybe I will make one. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, there is a, a a product that is not onto market yet. It's called the J Roll. And uh, if you search it on Google, you'll be able to see it. But you put your weed in it, like that Saturday Night Live skit, uh, and then uh, and then you put uh, your button, and it rolls ten joints for you. It has the ability to roll up to ten joints at once. So it's called the J roll. It's. Later, I'm gonna search it right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're gonna love it, man. You, you're actually gonna love it. Uh, it's it's very cool, and I've been talking with the the creators of it. Uh, they're over in Europe, and we've been going back and forth. And I'm excited for this thing to uh, get to market at some point. So, uh, Heath, I'm gonna ask you this, uh, and then I'll ask Levi as well. What do you think, Heath, is the next big thing when it comes to cannabis? That's a good one. Uh, like me and Levi actually discussed this before, and I both of us think like the the tourists uh, thing is gonna be the next big thing in cannabis. Like everybody's gonna travel to Canada when it gets back to normal. Every everybody wants to travel to Canada, like not just because of the beautiful scene in uh, in Bath, but <laughs> because because of. Yeah, indeed. And, and, and Levi, with, with that uh, same vein, I mean, I mentioned it before, we could be the legal version of Amsterdam and have people from all over the world coming here. Although cannabis is opening up globally, I just don't know why we haven't taken advantage of this cannabis tourism aspect yet. It boggles me. Yeah, I feel that. What the, the reason I got on this topic with Heath the other day is because I was looking up uh, dispensaries um, kind of around international airports. All, they're already in place next to all the international airports in Canada within about a five-minute drive. You can have multiple dispensaries. And I was like, wow, people must just be flying to Canada to smoke weed. And then I was like, wait cannabis tourism could you imagine like once they start offering full-fledged facility tours where anyone can just go once kind of everything returns to normal and there's another website called high Mm bnb that's going to be doing uh similar things for tourist attractions for cannabis i think we have a long way to go until all this infrastructure is kind of in place for uh a booming cannabis tourism industry, but I think we've laid a pretty solid foundation already. Yeah, and I believe there's something called Bud and Breakfast, and and these things should be popping up. I mean, listen, we we have we're in a, a thousand meter race with a two hundred meter head start, uh, and we could be passed by other countries that are doing this. So the fact that we, you know, here here's what we should have pub tours but instead of pub it's bud tours so you go to a couple of retail spots and then you go to a cafe or you go to a place where you can consume as you mentioned retail tours or uh, lp tours you know farm to to gate where you go and you see the process and then you can buy some product just like you know we did many times in okanagan on wine tours and then you know places to stay that are cannabis friendly i mean I don't know why this, maybe this, this is going to become a big hit, but I just think this would be instantly a hit. I mean, how many people flocked to Denver when they first, uh, first legalized, right? 
It was huge. Like I remember people were going to Colorado all the time. Like my, my social media feed was just like, boom, this thing happened, this thing happened, this thing happened. And I'm like, man, I'm in Edmonton and we still don't have legal weed. And I know what's going on down there. How wild is that? Yeah. It's uh it's, it's crazy to think that, um, you know, we don't have, I, I just think we should have this by now. And, and Heath, as, as, as you mentioned, I mean, you know, the, uh, the possibilities are almost endless as far as attracting people from around the world. Like I have, I already have friends on my wait list. There's like, I, they're like, I can't wait till things get back to know I'm going to travel to Canada to, to pay you a visit and smoke something. Uh, that's the best kind of visit Uh, this has been a really fun visit i have to cut it short because my slash is calling me to uh uh, to take it out for a walk Uh, i like that uh, design that you guys built in it starts uh, saying let's go for a walk no it it doesn't but it has a lot of really cool designs uh for sure and uh it's definitely something that should be on a lot of people's christmas list uh, wish list you can find out more at stonesmiths.ca levi Heath, this has been so much fun. Uh, I can't wait to give one of these away to one of our listeners and viewers. And certainly, uh, it's great to have you guys as a partner. And Merry, Merry Christmas to both of you. Merry Christmas, my friend. This is the Cannabis 101 Podcast. Your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. That was a fun conversation. A little business, but uh, just a lot of fun and you know, three guys who just love the industry and the plant and the benefits that you get from it. And you can have more fun with this as Heath joins me later in the week for one hitters. We did Levi once already on one hitters. So we gave Heath a turn. We'll get to know his cannabis history. You can find it and full episodes at www.cannabis101podcast.ca where you can subscribe uh, to the weed weekly and also check out the 12 cultivars of Christmas. All right, before we get to cannabis character, uh, just an email came in uh, from loyal listener, a viewer, Randy. Uh, he says, how I'm grooving. Check out the Vapor Genie. It has the best airflow so far. It mixes flame and cool air to vape. Uh, the temperature is controlled by how long you hold the flame above it. Good times. Um, this is uh, the, the picture that he sent. I didn't have a chance to upload it, but uh, uh, I'll maybe I'll try it in post-production. But it, it looks like it's a... Uh, stainless steel the one i've seen uh, of this is a a wooden one actually it's kind of like a a combustible vape Um, you use flame with it um, but definitely uh, it does make it a little bit smoother so there you go i love uh, hearing from people that are listening or watching the show always up for a good conversation when it comes to cannabis and i love watching reading or listening to anything cannabis related and that's where we're getting into now with the cannabis characters you got a joint uh, you it'd be a lot cooler if you did time now for cannabis characters dopest dope i've ever smoked celebrating the best from fictional 420 film hey i am your stoner <laughs> and beyond yeah, no problem. Maybe girl with that man. Uh, 
All right, the cannabis character going with today is Mr. Green, uh, played by Michael Shannon in the movie The Night Before. Uh, Michael Shannon was brilliant, uh, one of my favorite characters in Boardwalk Empire with Steve Buscemi. And it's funny when you start start seeing actors that, like, the night before, uh, I saw The Night Before way before I watched Boardwalk Empire. Now you go back and watch The Night Before, and you're like, oh, that's Michael Shannon. Uh, same thing the other day with uh, John Wick. I'm like, oh, that's Theon Greyjoy from Game of Thrones, but depending on when you watch it. So I recognized Michael Shannon uh, right away when I was watching rewatching the night before uh, from Boardwalk Empire, and it's great to see him as a, a bit of a, a, a comedic role. Uh, so that was kind of funny. Mr. Green, uh, as Michael Shannon plays, is a pot dealer. And in The Night Before, it has Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and Anthony Mackie as the main characters partying wildly on Christmas Eve as a tradition they start. I don't want to give it away too much if you haven't seen it, but uh, Mackie uh, ends up going to uh, see uh, Mr. Green, who they used to buy weed from back in the day in uh, high school, and he goes to see him to get some weed because he's a star athlete now, so he's looking out for his quarterback. Goes to get some weed for his quarterback with Mr. Green. Mr. Green, what's up, man? Good evening. How you doing? It's good to see you, man. I'm glad you opened on Christmas. Woo. A lot of people need me on Christmas, you know? <sighs> it's a tough holiday. I know you. Yeah. You used to sell weed to me and my friends when we were in high school. Yeah, that's crazy. So, what do you want? Yeah, your best shit, man. That chronic, that drove, that... that... Yay, yay. Some of that. It's good to see you kids still hanging out and smoking up. It makes me proud. Thanks, man. You know, just kind of trying to keep the dream alive, you know? The weed of Christmas present. I'm, I'm an athlete, so drug-free body. You know, drug-free zone, no smoking. You buying that for somebody, you're not going to test it? That could be oregano. Oregano what? Oregano. So, something special supposed to happen? It just did. You're in the present. What? Maybe I'm high or something, man. I don't... Or maybe you're in the present. The weed of Christmas present. Well, with that logic, isn't all weed the weed of Christmas present? Only on Christmas, kid. And there you go. Michael Shannon as Mr. Green, and that movie gets crazy, outrageous, funny, and, um, you know, it's something we talked about with Heath and Levi uh, about uh, Christmas movies. Uh, so it doesn't necessarily have to be, I guess, a Christmas movie, but I'd like to hear from you, uh, the viewer and the listener. Uh, what are some Christmas tradition uh, when it comes to movies? Now, it doesn't have to be a Christmas movie, but maybe it's something you watch at Christmas. This brings up the diehard question all the time for everybody. So let me know what Christmas traditions you combine cannabis with. Uh, what movie do you watch uh, cannabis about? Do you watch 
a specific one with a specific person, which could be tough these days. Or you'll, you could do it over a computer. You can both hook it up and things like that. So hit me up uh, on any of our social media feeds, The Cannabis 101 on Twitter. And you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Cannabis 101 Podcast. You can also email me, cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. I'm a big Michael Shannon fan, and I had not seen him really in a comedic role before, so I really, really did uh, enjoy uh, re-watching and seeing Mr. Green uh, from the night before, uh, who is our cannabis character on uh, this episode today, episode 76 of the Cannabis 101 podcast. is the Cannabis 101 podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. All right, so many thanks to give out uh, to our partners on this show, David Wiley from the OZ and Malcolm LaBelle from the Green Generation Co. They join us on hour number one. Uh, Chris Ianson, our educator. Uh, he is at Nova Cannabis. Jasper Av is going to join us right away for What's That Strain? And, of course, guys like Stonesmith, who just were on the program with me, Levi and Heath. Uh, check them out at stonesmith.ca. Uh, this thing is uh, so very cool. Four seconds to heat it up, and then you fire away. It's got three temperature settings as well. Check it out at Green Rock Cannabis in St. Albert and Lethbridge, Uncle Ron's in Edmonton, and Northern Light Supply in Edmonton. Hit up stonesmith.ca if you're a retail shop and wants to get it in your store. What's that strain? Let's find out with Chris Ionson, Nova Cannabis store manager and educator. Again, bring in my good friend and our educator here on What's That Strain, Chris Ianson, the manager at Nova Cannabis, Jasper Av. Uh, back on Jasper Av, last time we chatted, uh, you were out in the fort, so good to be home, as they say, Chris. Yes, it is, Dean, for sure. Uh, yeah, it's great to be back at, uh, at Jasper Av, for sure, man. Thanks for having me today. Not a problem. Uh, I, I know um, things are uh, very busy out there right now, and uh, the measures that the uh, the Premier uh, announced today, bringing in uh, capacity even lower, even more and more important for people out there. When you are shopping for your cannabis, use that click and collect method. You can go through the Leafly site. You can not only save time for yourself in the store as a consumer, but also saves the interaction time. And you can shop the uh, the menu and, and find out exactly what's going on. So right now, more than ever, click and collect and wearing masks and things like that. So very important for the consumer and for you guys as well, Chris. Yeah, yeah, you said it, Dean. Well said, man. It's uh, it's super important. You know, we're trying to limit uh, the time in the store there, and especially with the uh, the limited capacity too. Uh, you know, uh, we don't want people uh, having to wait outside, but it's it's going to happen if we if we do get to that capacity. So uh, yeah, it's better to limit your time in the store. All right. Can. That's a very important thing. Use that click and collect. Uh, you just go through the Leafly site 
and boom, you are there. And that's what I used to grab the cultivar that we are going with today. And that is, uh, well, it's called Bruce. Uh, we know it as Bruce Banner. And, um, you know, I've been a fan of this uh, since uh, before legalization. I had it on the uh, the, the gray market at one point, and uh, it was uh, delicious. Uh, it was one, it is, it is certainly one of my favorites. It's actually one that I did in our original 12 cultivars of Christmas that we did last year. Right. Uh, and I'm a big fan of this. It's a 60-40 split. And uh, the LP uh, that we're going from today is 314 Pure. Uh, and Pool Boy is how we get this uh, pre-roll package, which you'll see in a second. They are the rec brand of 314 Pure. So tell us a little bit about this LP. Yeah, for sure, Dean. So they're uh, an Alberta uh, cannabis company. They got their licensing from Health Canada uh, to become an LP in August of uh, 2019. So uh, I guess a little uh, new, to, new to the market here with, uh, compared to some of the OGs that are, have been around. Um, they produce medicinal and recreational cannabis. And um, so far, we've seen dried flower and uh, pre-rolls from Pool Boy uh, here to the Alberta market. Um, the license they acquired permits them to uh, to grow indoor, indoor cultivation, uh, sale of seeds and plants, and uh, the processing of cannabis materials. So, uh, we're going to see some some limited series and and small batch offerings from them soon too. So it's uh, pretty exciting. Uh, I, any anytime I hear a small batch, I get excited, Dean. Yeah, indeed, and and I always get excited about great stories. And you know what made them pick this name, or what made them go with this cultivar name, or the backstory of this. And and this particular cultivar does have a great backstory, but there's kind of a cool story with why three fourteen is uh, part of the name of this company. Yeah, Dean, it's uh, three fourteen is is the molecular weight of THC. Uh, so it's actually uh, 314.45 grams per mole, and that's uh, that's THC's molar mass. So uh, kind of you know breaking it right down to uh, the molecular level of of cannabis uh, to put it into their name. I think that's a pretty cool uh, shout out. Yeah, and I, I uh, think that's really cool. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, and and it, as for as for the pool boy name. Uh, I couldn't really find uh, too much info. I was kind of wondering maybe if it was uh, Pip the Pool Boy from the movie Arrow Airheads. Okay. Uh, the Adam the Adam Sandler character. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I I feel. Go ahead. No, I said that's interesting because there's a little tidbit later on. I'm going to throw in about Adam Sandler when it comes to Pool Boy. So I I, I really like where you're going with that. If that is the, <laughs> is the case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally, man. Um. Yeah, so um, the uh, the pool by cannabis and, and three three one four pure cannabis, um, they've got a state of the art facility, Dean, uh, in in Crossfield, Alberta, and mm -hmm. uh, and it's a uh, forty two hundred uh, forty two thousand, pardon me, square foot building, and it's on uh, sixteen acres of land uh, with expansion plans for another two hundred and seventy thousand square feet if needed. Uh, we're starting to see that a lot with uh, with the facilities uh, lately, where they they kind of start off they but. Plans for expansion are always included there uh, because that's how the cannabis industry is uh, it's going in that direction, right? Um, and on that first batch, uh, that first grow, uh, all their administration space uh, was built into that first phase so that on any uh, new expansions they do, it's just going to be for, for grow room. So uh, really, really smart there too. 
Indeed, indeed, for sure. Um, these, uh, you know, w- w- we talk about uh, different kind of facilities all the time. We've been able to, uh, well, I visited one, you've been able to visit uh, several more. But there is something that is kind of special with uh, 314 Pure and the facility. They are looking kind of big picture, not just Canadian cannabis. Yeah, totally, Dean. Uh, that, that facility, it's, it's outfitted with the, the highest level of security, uh, and it's run with an exceptional operations, uh, like operating practices that um, make, uh, make it possible for the facility to become a, a fully EU GMP certified facility here in Canada. And that's, uh, that stands for the uh, European uh, Good Manufacturing Practice. And it's uh, uh, a really, really well-respected uh, certification, and it's a system that is, it, it ensures the products are consistently produced and, and controlled according to quality standards. So uh, it's pretty cool for them to, to you know, be the, the first in Canada uh, doing that on the, on the cannabis side of things. So uh, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, indeed. Uh, and the way they grow um, is, is also, I think, uh, uh, something that uh, not everybody does, but it also is very healthy for the environment. Great cannabis as well. Tell us a little bit uh, about uh, the the hydroponics that they use. Yeah, for sure, Dean. So yeah, they're they're growing hydroponically there at that facility, uh, and it allows them to produce high quality cannabis at a, at a lower cost uh, while minimizing the environmental footprint because uh, they're they're recycling their water. Uh, they're also using industry leading energy efficient uh, lighting technologies. Um, so just really, really important things to have at, at a grow facility. Uh, and, and the grow team at 314, uh, they come from years and years of MMAR uh, experience. And that's the Marijuana Medical Access Regulations uh, Group. Uh, so just uh, all kinds of uh, legacy market experience there. And, and they have access to 75 different cultivars. So uh, we're going to see a lot more to come from these guys. That is, uh, it's very exciting, uh, especially on the cannabis space. All right, let's take our first look at the uh, packaging that we're going to get into as we dive a little bit more into uh, Bruce or Bruce Banner, as we know. So uh, we mentioned that uh, this is a 60-40 sativa to indica hybrid. Tell us a little bit about the lineage uh, and and break that down for us. Uh, Yeah, for sure, Dean. So, um what we got in Bruce Banner, we've got uh, an OG Kush, uh, and it's an original OG from 2014. Is what we used for the original cutting of the Bruce, uh, and that's crossed with a strawberry diesel. Uh, so it's going to give us some some fruity gassy uh, gassiness there. Uh, so the OG Kush breakdown, that's a Chem Dog crossed with a, a lemon Thai uh, Hindu Kush Pakistani, uh, and then the the strawberry diesel, we have a, a strawberry cough uh, crossed with a sour diesel. So uh, big fan of the, the genetics there. The breakdown's great. Uh, yeah, it works for me, buddy. I love it. And I also love, as I mentioned, great stories. And when it comes to the breeder, um, the, the creation of this cultivar, you got a dandy for us. So tell us a little bit about the breeder behind this. Yeah, for sure, Dean. So it was uh, created by Colorado breeder uh, Dark Horse Genetics, and and that company was uh, was run by Jason Hulk, and it's H O L C K uh, Hulk, uh, aka the OG Iron Lung. That was his uh, his nickname for a while there. That's what he went by uh, pre legalization, uh, and this was in it was created uh, in the early two thousands. Uh, he grew up in Denver and grew cannabis in college discreetly. 
Uh, during the famed strawberry diesel hype of the mid 2000s, uh, he was lucky enough to to get his hands on some some strawberry diesel seeds. Uh, at the time, he didn't consider himself much of a breeder, but he knew he had something special. And uh, this was also right around the same time that he had gotten his hands on uh, some old school LA OG, uh, and it was a pheno of a Cold Creek Kush. That's that uh, that OG Kush, that original there. Um, and uh, those two cultivars were crossed and. Uh, Five phenos of, of strawberry Kush uh, were created. It wasn't called Bruce Banner at, at mm-hmm. time of inception. There, it was it was strawberry Kush at first. Uh, two number two and number four were turfed. Uh, they just weren't quite the the hit that that he was looking for. Uh, numbers one, three, and five were all kept, and they've all been around, and you, and you'll see them around. So uh, th- th- this is, brings up uh, something that maybe we haven't talked about uh, as much or maybe uh, in a while, and that's phenotypes. Uh, there are different phenotypes of this. So so maybe explain that quickly and, and what the more popular ones are. Yeah, for sure, Dean. So uh, a lot of times, uh, you know, breeders will do a, a pheno hunt where you've got uh, uh, a lot of the, the same genetics, uh, but you've got kind of variations uh, uh, going on them um, where, you know, you're going to have uh, a, a little bit more features from this this one parent than the other. There, there'll be It's not going to be identical genetics every time. And it's also uh, environmental uh, conditions factor into it as well. Um, so with the, with the, the Bruce Banner, or at this point, the Strawberry Kush, uh, the number one, uh, they say, is the best blend of the parents. It was right down the middle. So a very uh, OG Kush and Strawberry Diesel, kind of a 50-50. Uh, number three is the most OG dominant. Uh, and it's also the most popular, uh, and that's it's referred to as the Banner OG, um, and that's typically the one that we'll we'll see on the shelves, uh, and that's uh, yeah, the, leaning on the OG Kush side, uh, and then the number five is the more strawberry dominant, uh, also very popular too, but uh, we won't see it as often as we will see the number three. Yeah, the number three is uh, that's certainly the one that that I've had in the past. Now, you mentioned it was uh, not called Bruce or Bruce Banner, and this is where great stories come in. And I love the research that you're able to to find on this stuff because it just uh, I, I absolutely love it. This is an amazing, funny story about how the name came about, and and you know what uh, Jason Hulk kind of like thought. Ah, this this will work out. So lay this story on us. <laughs> totally buddy uh so uh jason hulk went to a, a string cheese incident concert uh, with some friends uh and when he went to that concert he brought some uh some pre-rolls of his strawberry kush and uh among this group of pals uh, there was an acquaintance from texas uh who kept calling jason hulk uh bruce banner where's bruce banner i need some more of that strawberry stuff where's bruce banner uh Kind of a play on on his last name there, uh, Hulk. Uh, you know the Incredible Hulk and Bruce Banner being the alter ego. Uh, but yeah, in a continuous hunt for that strawberry dankness, this uh, this fellow from Texas um, all night was asking, "Where's Bruce Banner?" Whenever he'd find him, he'd, "Ah, Bruce, I've missed you, buddy." You know, like let's 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 smoke another one of those joints. Uh, so uh, the name kind of stuck around, I guess, at, at that point, Dean. Oh man! I see. That's the great thing about uh, cannabis and stories and backgrounds. Uh, you know, out of a concert 
some guy had it in his head that this was Bruce Banner or the Hulk, and he went with it. So it's it's the great thing, you know. Aside from the amazing uh, taste and the effects that we get from cannabis, we get amazing stories. And this cultivar in particular was really, really popular in Colorado for a while. Probably still is, but at one point, this one was like appointment uh, visit to get this cultivar, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was, Dean. Um, in, in 2008, uh, uh, Jason Hulk was discontent with the state of the cannabis market. He opened up uh, uh, the now-closed uh, Delta 9 Alternative Medicine in Denver. And uh, among his 12 cultivars there, uh, Bruce Banner was one of them. And he hadn't released it to the public at this point. Uh, usually about uh, twice a month, uh, typically on Fridays, his dispensary would do uh, uh, a Bruce Banner drop days where they would let people know, hey, this, this Friday coming up, we're dropping some Bruce banner uh, and people would camp out Thursday nights on lawn chairs um, trying to get a, a spot in line and make sure that you were guaranteed to get some of it um, hundreds of people would line up back then and this is also back when it was the the cannabis industry wasn't it was still kind of in a gray area so uh, it really worried Jason uh, you know you know driving by his store and seeing uh, you know hundreds of people camping out there and uh, not, not an ideal thing, but uh, I think that really speaks to uh, the popularity of Bruce Banner when it first hit and it first got passed around uh, the excitement of it because it's, it's a really fun cultivar to smoke. Yeah, that's indeed for sure. And, and, you know, when you talk about fun, that's where you get this website, www.poolboyco.com. Uh, this is the first thing you see when you go to their website. I can't get past the age gating with this system, but this is where Adam Sandler comes in, dude. I immediately, when I was looking at this website and the things that you can see, I thought, Billy Madison, the pool parties with Sandler and Norm Macdonald. Hello, Mr. Penguin, like all that stuff. So you were thinking pool, the, uh, the pool boy character. I'm thinking Adam Sandler. I know for sure this website makes me want to go to a pool party at some place, but there could be some more information and maybe they're ready to, to add. But poolboy.co.com uh, pool is the website. What do you think of my Adam Sandler reference? I, I love it, man, uh, for sure. And, and it, it does uh, it does remind me. I got that too. Uh, looking at the website, it's very just chill and um, like it's a pool party. Yeah. Know, like, I wish and, I could get uh, past the age gating, uh, but on the system I can't click into the, to put in their date because they do really have some good features. But it is missing some information. Yeah, it is, Dean, for sure. Uh, the, the one thing for me, I, I wish that I could have, you know, clicked in on the individual cultivars and gotten a little mm. bit more information on, on uh, you know, what, what they're doing. But it, it was just kind of a quick snippet. So hopefully there's, uh, you know, uh, more to come from, from that too. For sure. 23.8% uh, is the THC percentage on uh, the package that I picked up. And uh, that's, you know, a little bit higher, but this is a hybrid. And we'll kind of tell you where we think that fits in on the scale a little bit later. Uh, I'll just say one thing. I, I wouldn't be too scared away by that 23%, 23.8%, but it is high. And this is uh, Bruce Banner can be, uh, can get up there as, as we're going to find out uh, what's in a name. Well, this um, is, you know, last name, pun of the character. What do you think? Uh, what's in a name for Bruce Banner? 
Yeah, so I, I think it like the name initially came from that that evening at the concert where this guy from Texas kept referring to him as Bruce Banner, and it just kind of became a running joke with everyone that was kind of smoking it, and that happens a lot with the cannabis uh, culture, you know. Uh, mm. We we love to laugh, we love to have fun, and kind of make jokes with things. Uh, um, so yeah, I think uh, it has to do with you know Hulk, the the Incredible Hulk, his alter ego being Bruce Banner. Um, some have said that it, you know it was due to the buds being great, big and green, uh, you know, with a lot of strength. Uh, you know, typically with the high THC, uh, Bruce Banner has been known to come in at thirty uh, percent or, or higher, even. Wow. Uh, and high, yeah, High Times has uh, has labeled it as uh, the most potent strain ever tested. Uh, is what what came from the High Times. Uh, magazine and uh i also saw a, a real funny term of uh, it will get you ripped like the hulk <laughs> so your clothes are going to be lying in the ground you're going to be wearing like uh, shredded shorts and cars will be overturned <laughs> is what you're saying after i light this up yeah yeah hulkamania <laughs> styles exactly uh okay before we uh before i let this is what the uh the pre-rolls look like so how much is in this pre-roll so yeah, Dean, that's a that's a 0.35 gram pre-roll. So it's it's just a, a step under a half gram joint. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big big fan of, of these joints. We've seen a lot of we've seen ten packs, we've seen a lot of five packs, and uh, even guys companies are doing uh, uh, two packs of these smaller uh, joints. Uh, to me, this is like this is a very personal joint. It's it's all you need to uh, to you know feel the effects and and and. You know, it's yeah, it's nice to smoke a, a one gram joint sometimes, uh, but it's it's more than you need. You you know, I find I always put, put them out. So this is a real good size for for a one time session with a person. Uh, the packs are great too for mm-hmm. uh, you know with 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 COVID times right now. You know, we're not we're not sharing any doobies. So um, you know, it's good to uh, if you're socially distant distantly hanging out with people, you can uh, pass out a joint and, and, and it's not going to overwhelm anybody to be more than they need. Yeah. All right. Let's take a look at the packaging as we see on the screen. I love it. Finally, something blends in with my lighter. Uh, so it's awesome. And, uh, you know, this is easy to open. Uh, the, the joints are in there. It also came with the humidity pack. I'm a really big fan of that. So I like the packaging. What did you think of the packaging and uh, the, uh, the rolls? Yeah, so big fan of the packaging, Dean. I, I love the color. They're, they're very colorful. Uh, they they stick out in our deli cases. Um, I'm it, real easy to get into, and uh, yeah, like you said, the that uh, humidity pack is is huge for me. It's nice to know uh, it's going to stay fresh, even if it's been on the shelf for a bit. Um, I, I like the the white rolling paper they used. A good size filter, uh, not too big, but it you know it's just just good for you know fitting in between your fingers there. Um, yeah. I, I was a fan of the pool boy stuff and the, the packaging on, on how everything looked, Dean. All right. Uh, we, uh, we actually uh, met up after your shift and uh, enjoyed uh, one of these in a socially distanced outdoor environment. Uh, and we got, I brought Nosy McGee along with me to get her smell of what this is. It's, it's hard in, with pre-rolls to get it, but uh, she got spice right away. Uh, what do you get with the smell of this? Uh, yeah, I get like a earthy and spicy, um, and I, I, I am getting a touch of sweetness too. Um, mm. you know, it's, it is harder to gauge with, with the pre-rolls. Uh, but I, I, I kind of, I was smelling kind of both ends of the pre-roll, uh, smelling a, a, a pack and the handful of joints just to try and, uh, get the smell. And I, I did feel like I got, I got something there. Uh, normally the Bruce Banner has a, has a gassy sweetness smell to it though. Um, that's, that's super nice. It's, 
I feel like it's uh, something I look for in my cannabis. No doubt. Take us through the terpene profile. Yeah, so the terpenes we've got, uh, we've got linalool is the dominant terpene. On some uh, tests that I saw, it was like dominantly, it was like 4% uh, linalool, and the next, the next uh, closest terpene was like 1%, uh, and it kind of trickled down from there. So uh, definitely linalool heavy. Uh, Caryophylline was, was, uh, was second there, and that's black pepper and spice. And, uh, and pardon me, linalool is floral and lavender, I should I mentioned to anyone that's not aware. Uh, and then we had humulene coming up in the rear there. Uh, and that's kind of a hops kind of uh, aroma. Um, so those are three kind of, uh, it's a neat combination of, of terpenes. Um, not, not, a, not too common. Oh, cloud of smoke. Holy <laughs> smokes. Who's smoking? To quote ski school. Um, yeah, so I, I like the, uh, the terpene profile. And uh, we were kind of comparing notes yesterday. So... What was your experience when you first tried Pool Boy? And then uh, we'll see if it's similar to what I got. Uh, yeah, totally. So uh, my experience, I, I, I love that. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Bruce Banner. Uh, it's a real fun high. Uh, I'm going to maybe start with a, a, a one quick negative thing. Uh, I, I found my, my pre-rolls, uh, they went out quite a few times. And I had to, mm. to relight it. Uh, you know, I think you and I, we had to relight ours a couple times there too. Uh, so I'm not sure if that's, you know, the roll uh, the bud or, you know, what have you, cause I've experienced this, you know, with, with stuff that I've rolled myself, uh, with, you know, good right. bud. Uh, but it, it went out a few times. So that was a little frustrating, but you know, get her lit, get her going, uh, tasted great. Uh, I found it, it hits pretty quick, you know, uh, midway through the joint, I started mm. to feel very uplifted. Uh, I get the smiles a lot with, uh, with the Bruce Banner it puts me in a real good mood. Um, you know, euphoric head blasts uh, with a lot of creative energy too. Mm. Um, I find it to be uh, very productive as well, Dean. Uh, getting stuff done around the house, laundry, dishes, cleaning. Uh, Bruce Banner is really good for that and it just makes it fun too. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I, I found the same thing about the joints going out. Is uh, that's, a, that's a little bit frustrating. Uh, and, and it hit me partway through, we were chatting. It makes me a little bit chatty as you would have uh, been able to tell, uh, when we met up, I also get a little numbness. I don't know what, and I get this from different cannabises and you and I were talking about it a little bit of numbness in the top of my mouth, uh, with this. So I don't know. I'd love to investigate more about, you know, what might cause that, but that's interesting from some different kind of, uh, uh, cannabis, uh, that, that we've tried before. So, but it, it is. Uh, I love, I'm with you, I love Bruce Banner, I get a lot done, uh, I got a lot done today uh, with some of it as well. What about the three W's? Who, what, and when is this good for? Uh, so who is good for? Intermediate smokers and up, I'd say. Uh, I, I think just due to the, the strength of the Bruce Banner, uh, you, you don't want this to be your, your first dip of dipping your toes in the water of, of, mm -hmm. of cannabis. Um, don't start with the Bruce Banner, but uh, I think intermediate and up, Dean. Yeah, what about somebody that's uh, you know doesn't have a lot of experience? Say is level one. They've experimented for a while. I think because of the blend sixty forty, it is a high THC. But I think with the blend, somebody this would be a good you know I I, I would be a little bit careful, but try it if you're looking to go from level one to maybe level two. You've had some experience. You're looking to you know upgrade or you know go up a level with a, a little bit more of a cannabis. I think this one would could be a good one for that. Although it is high THC. It's pretty balanced. I find. Yeah, I, I would agree with that statement, man. It's, it's not uh, too intense. Uh, I mean, honestly, it's the type of sativa I like mm -hmm. uh, where it's not, not too buzzy in the head. Um, 
you know, it, it's, it's manageable and, and, uh, you do feel it in the body too. So, yeah. um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think you can, it's, it's a good stepping stone, ready to step out a beginner. Um, what it's good for Dean, uh, concerts. Um, I, I just, it pre pre COVID, uh, Bruce Banner treated me well to a few concerts that I, I remember going to. Uh, so it was kind of cool to see that string cheat, uh, bummer. Went out. <laughs> Damn. We're not just making this up. We're not just making this up. Yeah. Go, sorry about that. Go on about concerts, especially right now. We yeah. can't get to concerts. There's a lot of streaming concerts you can do. Totally. Yeah, for sure. And it's, yeah, it's still going to be good for that. Um, I also enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, uh, being out, uh, being social, uh, it's great for that. Uh, so hopefully once things are, are better with, uh, you know, in the world with this COVID stuff, uh, People are going to be, you know, step out and enjoy some some Bruce Banner. Um, I think it's great for productivity and creativity as well. Uh, those two things, getting stuff done, uh, arts and crafts, people watching. Uh, it's kind of a fun one for uh, nature walks. It was really good. Uh, just overall being being awesome, being deadly. All right. And <laughs> think, when uh, is it good yeah, for? I, and when it's good for Dean, uh, daytime and early evening, uh, I wouldn't hit the Bruce Banner too late in the day as mm. it, uh, it might keep your mind racing a little bit. All right. So the taste with this, uh, fruity, earthy, uh, some sweet and sour as we wrap things up here. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, it's uh, like you said, they're earthy. It's got, got that little bit of gas there. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's uh, but it's nice, man. I, I I'm a big fan of the uh, the pool boy. Uh, just just wish those pre rolls would stay lit. Yeah, indeed. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Bruce Banner. Looking forward to more from a pool boy. And please, if you are out getting your cannabis, use the click and collect at at all Nova locations. Go through the Leafly site. Uh, it's quicker for the consumer. Keeps the bud tenders safe. Thanks as always for joining us, Chris. And remember, we've got the twelve cultivars of Christmas going each day until December twenty fourth. We'll talk next week. Yeah, sounds good, Dean. Thanks for having me. This is the Cannabis 101 podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. All right, that's going to wrap things up. But as you saw, if you're watching, we're back at it on Monday. Uh, by the way, if you are listening and you'd like to watch the show, check out our YouTube channel, The Cannabis 101 Podcast, or you can find us streaming on any of our social media feeds. If you did like the show, please let us know. Love to hear from you. Uh, throw us an email, uh, a review, uh, subscribe wherever you find your podcasts or subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'd really like to hear some feedback, and I love uh, getting feedback from people. It's interesting. I actually got an email uh, from uh, an illicit uh, cannabis company today uh, wanting to advertise on this podcast, and I had to politely tell them that, uh, I'm sorry, it's we do not uh, advertise uh, with those in the black market, but it is kind of interesting to just how brave um, the, some people in the black market are. I encourage you to take that bravery and all your work and get into the legal market and then become a partner on this show and uh, join us uh, in the uh, end of the stigma and the education and the entertaining that we're, uh, entertainment that we're trying to uh, provide here. So that's going to wrap things up. Uh, big thanks to the guys from Stonesmiths uh, for joining me on the program. We're giving away 
one of these, one of these, uh, we're going to give you the opportunity to give to somebody. So just chime in on the cannabis question and you could uh, be giving, you could be playing Santa with the slash and check them out at stonesmith.ca. Big thanks to Levi and Heath for joining me on the show. And of course, our educator, Chris Ianson, uh, who, uh, little pool boy, little Bruce, Hulk smoke, me Hulk, me go smoke. All right, that's going to wrap up for uh, today's uh, episode, uh, episode 76, hour number two. As mentioned, we're back at it on Monday with David Wiley of the OZ for this week in Cannabis News and Malcolm LaBelle from the Green Generation Co. On the business of cannabis, we'll, of course, have uh, Weed Word of the Day, another cannabis question, and we'll tell you about the Weed Weekly. But that is it. If you'd like to be a guest or you'd like to be a partner, please email me, cannabis. 101 podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I don't always get to get back to you right away, but I will do my best to uh, to get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you so much for joining me on the program today. Have yourself a great week. Individual segments will come out daily uh, following this. And of course, the 12 cultivars of Christmas continuing every day in Dece- until December 24th. You can find more details at cannabis101podcast.ca. Thanks very much for tuning in. As we always do, uh, we leave you with the marijuana song from the artist My Dead Dog. And remember, it's not just about getting high. It's about getting healthy. See you later, everybody. a serious message. Peace and love. Peace and love. Asshole, pissed on my legs. Oh, you're so cool, Brewster. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>